0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: First and pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipone.
0: The next game is the Giants and Jacks.
1: Mm. Okay. <laughs>
0: it's the zombie Giants that cannot right. be killed.
1: You, a born Giants fan? Yes. Are you believing? Is there anything that they could do? Because you correctly pointed out that the market does not believe. Is there anything they could do? Because they won again and they were resilient. And they came back. Four fourth quarter comebacks yep. this year, Pony. Most of any team in the NFL. Is there anything the Giants could do to make you believe that they are a good team this year?
0: Well, I think they'd have to beat. I think they'd have to win one of their games against Philly. I think they'd almost have to do something like that or go to Dallas and win. You know, like what they're doing here is I think they've moved. Are they still, you know, overachieving? Yeah. The point differential, I think they're plus 27 at six and one. You know, that's not the math doesn't add up there. Yeah. You know, they're winning all these coin flips. You know, they're hot at the blackjack table or whatever analogy you want to use, but. Like, I think they have crossed the Rubicon to like, there's always a team like this that things just click in a season. I think they are that kind of team at the moment. I think they'll probably still finish around like 10 and seven off a six and one start. And, you know, that's a hell of a first season for a coach of a franchise that has been the last five years tied with the Jets for like the fewest wins. In the entire NFL. So, I mean, from like, you've got to love as a Giants fan the way that they've won despite injuries and no production from wide receiver and getting Daniel Jones to take the turnovers out of his game. I mean, that's awesome. Like, as long as you just have the bar of like, they're getting way better and they're probably going to make the playoffs. And if, and everything from there is like gravy, then. You know, kudos to the Giants. I think if I was them. doing
1: a show on WFAN talking about the Giants, I think I would lead with Dable every week. I think, I think that's the 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 story.
0: And and, and I and I agree. And even though you know, such a hardcore fan, uh, you know, New York City sports fan, they demand winning, they demand greatness. I also think that they've been so beaten down by being so bad for so long. The fact that they're kind of fluky, I would not want to. To me, is there room for criticism that they're not a great team? Sure, but I just don't think that that matches the um, the personality and feelings of their fan base right now, where they're just overjoyed, regardless of how they're finding a way to win games. I think that that's probably what I, the emotion that I would go by. Yeah, like, I, me this. too. But I would, but I would be
1: saying like. We talked about this a bit last week. Today, no fumbles, no interceptions, five fewer penalties than your opponent. Yeah. Quarterback only sacked once. Tough defensive stand at the end of the game. Fourth, fourth quarter comeback this year. That's the sign of a disciplined, well-coached football team. I agree. So, like I, I would be talking about it purely in that lens. Don't get don't get emotional on Saquon don't get emotional on Daniel Jones don't think you're better than you are you're not going to get as good of a draft pick as you wanted but like I think you might have made the best hire of this hiring cycle Yep. and in a league that is like coach quarterback GM is those three people on a 53 man salary cap sport is like 75% of the battle
0: I agree and it's going to get the it's going to get the offensive coordinator who broke all the shit in the booth after the Dolphins game in Buffalo it's going to get him a head coaching job this next hiring cycle too because now Dable has proven that it wasn't just Josh Allen that maybe there's a culture and being under McDermott and it's going to start a whole coaching tree for him I think too Based it, yeah, on what Dable has done,
1: it 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 might. Um, In fact, I think
0: he'll be the Panthers' next coach. Mark my words. Okay, but Dorsey? Yes. Okay, I like that. Um, uh, and as far as the game, I think you had an interesting spin on this. The Ravens and Browns game. You wanted to make a point about how the Browns are two and five, but what's really the difference between them and the Ravens? Another Maybe game I much. watched I another game I watched a lot of, um,
1: I had the over there, and I have no idea how that game did not go over 43 and a half. That I like uh, that I have no idea. But um so one team's in first place, the other has four straight losses, and I watched that game and I was like, this is the Spider-Man meme, man. <laughs> like Super flawed offensive teams with one really special player on each. I know Andrews is very good, but hasn't been at super productive. Like Lamar, super special. Chubb, super special. Defenses with name talent that should be way better than they are. Neither strikes any fear into you whatsoever. Cleveland's been losing. Baltimore's pulled off some close wins. They would each present unique matchup challenges for any team in the league. Lamar would, Chubb would. Mm-hmm. But there's no scenario right now where I see either of them being able to rattle off three playoff wins to like actually be a, a contender in their conference. To me, it's like the perfect encapsulation of the razor-thin margin between first and last in the NFL.
0: And I think the Ravens are in the wrong conference. Because the Ravens, I think, possess a lot of the qualities of like the Rams and now like to an even lesser extent the Packers and the Buccaneers just because of how bad they looked this Sunday. But if Baltimore were four and three in the NFC, it would be like, you know what? Like all it takes is one good two or three week stretch. Yeah. And they can do that based on the quality of teams they're matching up with and playing. But it just doesn't – it just seems so daunting in the AFC. Even if they win that division, it just doesn't seem like something – like these aspirations that the Ravens were just going to go back to being the team that they were a couple of years ago, I just don't see that happening now. You know, like the, you talk about coach, quarterback, GM combination. There was the expectation there in Baltimore that they had all those three, three things locked down this year they've made all the right moves in the draft and in the offseason. I'm not seeing it Danny and I'm pessimistic on those things coming together for them over the next year. Yeah, I would,
1: I would I would I would be too. Uh and obviously the Browns thing there's just the huge variable of are they getting a top 5 to 7 quarterback? Right? That obviously would change the dynamic of like the long-term future, but they've lost too many games. Yeah. To 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 be relevant this to be relevant the rest of this season. But Chubb, by the way, has some uh, some challenges. We'll get to that at the last game. But Jets and Broncos here. This was such a dead nuts under. Both these defenses are good.
0: Are we willing to say that? Yeah. Right? Can I tie in this game to the last one in a way? Please. I want to run something by you. Yeah, please. If I'm the Jets, I would trade for Kareem Hunt tomorrow by the end of this podcast. Makes too much sense. Hunt in, in the last year of his deal, he I think he touched the ball three times for minus four yards. I think he had a touchdown, but he was like at the he goal line. But he was like barely used. Chubb's great. You want to give it to him. He averages like nine yards a carry when he actually gets the ball. Um, you know the the Browns are now two and five. He wanted to leave there anyways. This is a perfect situation. Trade him in New but York,
1: but what? Why? Like, what? Do you, what? Why do you want to trade
0: for a one-year running back just to if I'm the Jets? Yeah, I'm five and two right now. My other running back is more of a second running back who's a complimentary back. I do that even if he has a great second half for me. Who cares? Hall will come back for off his ACL. Hunt will become a free agent, and he's a guy that I know can kind of fit the mentality of our team, which is. You know, we wanted to pound Hall a lot and use him some explosiveness. I think Hunt still has that. I think Hunt still maybe not a top 15 running back, but I think he's a top 25 running back in the league.
1: Yeah, I just I mean, like, you know, I was okay with the McCaffrey swing because you're trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't think the Jets are winning a Super Bowl, but like if you're telling me no, it's but you a- gotta go for
0: the playoffs now. And if you give up, you know, they they've gotten a bunch of picks. You trade like a day three... I think you trade a day three pick for him and the Browns are... They're not an old school front office. They know the writing's on the wall with Hunt. They know the writing's on the wall this season. I think they'd flip him for like a... For like a six that might turn into a fifth based on how, how the Jets raises. season goes. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah, listen. That's those a trade are, that makes too much sense for both teams not
1: to do. Yeah, those are, that's, those, those are lottery tickets. I like it. Um, if we're... The Broncos defense, this story has happened in Chicago, like probably nine times in my lifetime where it's like at some point in the season, reporters are just going into the locker room and asking defensive players if they resent the offensive players because the defense is so clearly Super bowl caliber and the offense is supposed to be good and they invested in it. And it's just like, they're letting them down and it, the yeah. offense gets talked about more than the defense and the defensive guys don't get their shine. The Broncos defense is incredible. It, I mean, I know the Jets aren't great, but what is it now? It's, Is it seven or eight touchdowns they've allowed this year
0: in seven games? It's crazy. Like, I think what might happen there is I could see them firing the head coach, obviously, at the end of the year. But in the interview process for the next head coach, they want to keep the defensive coordinator around for the next head coach. I would 100% consider that if I were them.
1: It just, that, that, that hurts your interview pool, right? It's like, you know, it, it. but, but it's, it's obviously working and you should hire an offensive coach to figure out what the hell's going on with your quarter of a billion dollar quarterback, who again, you just are kind of happy. He's hurt because he's been so bad, but I would just like in that division, I would love to have seen like we were, we were right on Denver. We didn't think it was going to be this bad, but I would have loved to have seen them be a competent offense with by far the best defense in the division to just kind of like change it up a bit compared to how those other teams are constructed. It would have been, it would have just been great theater because the defense is awesome and there's nothing there offensively for them. It was a unwatchable offensive game. And Williams and Gardner are great. Yep. Gardner's a top 10 corner in the NFL already. Guy's awesome. Like
0: very clearly going to be and, a $100 million cornerback. And very back cool. to our earlier conversation about the Bengals. What the Bengals did offensively against the Jets now looks even better. Yeah. If they went again, in like there doing
1: it against Rippon and the Broncos' offense. Like they're one of the worst offenses in the league. But I watched a decent
0: amount, and I thought no. But what I'm saying is the only offense all year that's kicked the Jets' ass was Cincy's the right. whole year. Right, because Baltimore. The Jets'
1: defense is good.
0: Baltimore just hit a couple of fluke plays. They didn't march the ball up and down the field on them. The only team that's taken the ball and gone 75 yards. Repeatedly on them with Cincinnati, yeah. they didn't get credit for that at the time, but they should now based yeah. on how good we know these young guys are for the Jets defense.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. The, the, those were two two bad offenses against two good defenses. Like that that was yeah. that was what that game was. It was not just it was not just bad offense. uh Josh Jacobs had a monster. I pulled it up because I have my eleven to one ticket on Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb at six hundred forty nine. Saquon at 616, and then Jacobs all the way back at 490, and then Miles Sanders, 485, and then Lamar Jackson is your fifth leading rusher in the NFL in the contract year. Just not given a bleep <laughs> of, of, about it. Uh, all the res- all the respect in the world. You think it's a two-horse race or a three-horse race for the Russian crown? You think Jacobs is, is still in the mix with
0: Barkley and Chubb? He looks awesome. Yeah, I did not see this coming at all. He looks so good. When McDaniels made Jacobs play in the Hall of Fame game in August, I thought he might cut the guy. I mean, (laughs) I really did. I just did not. His first couple of years with Oakland, he had had 1,000-yard seasons. I thought it was more because of volume. I thought he was a pedestrian running back. Um, He is not. (laughs) He he is a brick house and everybody thought that offensive line was shit yeah so you know it's it's honestly it's a stunning development and it's really something that makes you think about the raiders like if that running back is that good and we know what Adams is and they can run block well enough for the for this kind of monster season. Like, okay, like that you, you're you've got something there now.
1: Yeah, he's only twenty four, or no, excuse me. Yeah, no, twenty four. No, 24th but what i in the draft and twenty four years old. What,
0: what I'm saying is, last year they made the playoffs and they had an unbelievable record in the fourth quarter and overtime of games that w- won't happen again, but their offense right now is much better than last year's team that made the playoffs. Not even close. You've added Waller and you've got an elite running back now. Yeah.
1: You've so, added Adams.
0: Yeah. Like they're two and four, but I think any, and not just the lip service. I think every team that plays the Raiders from here on out, will say the, the, like the, when the coach talks the week, the, the Tuesday or Monday before the game will be like, this team is fucking good. And
1: we talked about it in the preview. One point loss to the Chiefs at Arrowhead, two point loss in Tennessee, six-point loss to the Cardinals in overtime, crazy, weird, terrible collapse. Fluky one out of a hundred loss. Five point loss to the Chargers in the opener. Like no embarrassing losses, all by six points or less. Jacobs' last three games. 143 154 144 Who's their next game? Rushing Yards. Um, let me pull it up. Pull it up real quick. Waller didn't play today by the way. Yeah. Um in, at the Saints. Yeah, in 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 New Orleans, in Jacksonville home against Indy, in Denver, in Seattle home against the Chargers. Yeah, they they definitely can go on a run. They can get hot, man. They definitely <laughs> Absolutely. Can. they definitely can um yeah that you know you still would worry a little bit about pass protection who Um, would you
0: bet to finish second in that division right now the Chargers or raiders prisoner of the moment i know prisoner of the moment but yeah
1: i don't know the (laughs) honestly dude jacobs has looked because he also there hasn't been like an 80 yarder He's averaging like seven yards of carries last three games with his lo- with a long. Of
0: you don't want to bail yards. on the char- uh, you don't want to bail on the Chargers, but you know the right answer is the Raiders.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's exactly right. You know me very well. That's right. I don't want to. I don't want to say it because I still think the hey, Chargers are crazy talented. But yeah, it's it's final.
0: Out. Um, just a comment from you on the game Monday night between the Patriots and Bears as a Chicago guy. Let's hear a quick one. I'd
1: like to believe that with the mini buy that Matt Eberflus would be able to show me something, but he's on the road against Bill Belichick with Justin Fields. That doesn't bode well. I think that it's going to be unwatchable offensive football. I think Dirty Bill did his patented seven-minute diatribe to open the week where he Said that the Bears are a great team, and he named every player on their special teams unit, like just to show how much he studied and how much he knows. And then they're gonna win by 20 24 points. If
0: the Bears don't cover seven and a half, I have to pick up the tab on a four hour open bar here next week. So what are you doing? You're you're just eating Taco Bell and picking up tabs. You're
1: just you're just radio stunts guy now. I love no, that. I'm not.
0: Well, hold on.
1: First of all, I love that about you. You wore a wig this year. <laughs> like now wow, are so, we hosting together
0: again? I love that. That's great. So we do we do a we do like a pick of the week that we're most confident in. And I have gotten it wrong every I'm I'm literally 0-6. <laughs> so and we business, just keep what do you get it?
1: You get it right. You just have to do something if you no, it wrong? we we
0: just keep upping the ante like you know, you you know I'm so sure of this pick now because I've gotten the last five wrong. Yeah. Did that, you eat the twenty eight dollars worth of Taco Bell? That's life? gonna be that's gonna be on Thursday. You're eating the
1: Taco Bell on Thursday.
0: Yeah, and I have no input on what items are in that order at all. I no I, I, I saw that qualifier on Twitter. That doesn't matter. There's no
1: combination of twenty eight dollars worth of. Taco Bell. <laughs> People are like, oh, you got to do the cheesy gordita crunch. No, you just got to do 40 tacos. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like seven cheesy burritos
0: or 30 tacos is equally horrifying. I'm actually, this is not a joke. When people are listening to this Monday morning, I will be on my way to the doctors because my doctor wants to talk about like this whole situation with me. In terms no. of how my, I swear to God, <laughs> in terms of how my body will respond and react to it. Yeah. You're in good shape. I'm okay. I, I have horrible. Play basketball, you have a job. I do, I still, can... I still play, but I, I have I have horrible anxiety. I don't know if you suffer from that. Uh, yeah, so, I do, but, I, but so, so your doctor is worried about your anxiety because of Taco Bell? Well, just like, you know, thinking about it for days. I've been, I have been for two weeks. I've been worried about this why
1: because you i don't like, want to are you
0: like a crazy healthy eater i don't want to get fucking sick and i know i'm gonna get sick dude oh sack up <laughs> you'll be fine I, i've been taking probiotics every day for the last six days to get ready for this yeah what are you my newborn <laughs> like you're making the transition to formula what the hell's the matter with you yeah man you'll be fine no, I'm not going to be fine. You just went on a soliloquy 3 minutes ago stating the reasons why this is not going to work for me.
1: Well, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be difficult and you're going to like your stomach's going to hurt and you're going to have a long bathroom stint that's going to hurt.
0: Which Plus, how has Taco Bell managed to stay around this long and prosper when everyone says that it just makes you sick? How have they maintained you know, Well, most people go and get like a quesadilla with a taco
1: kicker and then, you know, feel a little bad on the back end. Most people don't eat $28 in a sitting.
0: No, but it's like everybody even, you just said it there, on the back end. It's like Taco Bell is synonymous with people having to shit. And if I took over Taco Bell, if I were their CEO, that would be the type of br- brand change that I would be working on.
1: Uh, yeah, Maybe like, that's why have, like, they have...
0: Maybe that's why they have Pete Davidson doing their commercials now.
1: Yeah, that'll solve it. Like how like how Domino's did their big rebrand. Yeah, that one actually worked. By the way, they're like, "Hey, our bad. Our pizza was bad, but now it's good. You can try it. We'll give you free delivery to try it." And everyone's like, eh, "Okay, free delivery." And they're like, "Damn, it's actually pretty good." Um. All, all right. right. Bro. All right. First in Pod, subscribe, rate, review, share it with a friend. Thank you to Spencer Ray. He's Andrew Pony. I'm Danny Parkins. We'll talk to you after Thursday Night Football. Peace.